They may have backed out of E3, but they still have to deliver the goods somehow. We've got everything new announced at Wednesday's Nintendo Direct event, and it won't even cost you $70. Plus, we're going to talk about the bombshell announcement regarding the Microsoft ABK deal. All this and tons more right now on Gaming News Weekly. weekly video game news show out there every single monday come to you on fruit lab youtube podcast services everywhere delivering all the juicy deets in the video game world um my name is erect the red joined every week by this guy he's out in the in the mountains or wherever full clip what's happening dude what's going on yeah beautiful day here in the hidden leaf village uh is that what so, it is? I like that yeah. Mount Rushmore thing. I yeah. you should Photoshop my face on it. Yeah, that, I mean that's a little bit of an old version. There's like probably like seven or eight faces on it now. But wow, yeah. wow, yeah, doing all right. Uh, we don't have as good. as downer of a week as last week, so that's good. Oh, not at all. It's so much more enjoyable to talk about like new, cool, exciting stuff. Um, there's a little garbage in here, but yeah, it, it didn't like it's not everything, you know. Yeah. It's been a downer outside, dude. It's been raining for like a week. Oh. And it sucks. I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. I think I'm at, I think I have like uh you know the seasonal uh yeah, depression sad. going on. Yeah. I'm definitely sad. But you wouldn't tell just by looking at this. No. Looking at this smile. All right. Um so yeah, what did we do? We did the intro, we talked about the weather. What's next? What have you been playing? What do we play? Okay, so I picked up a demo on Steam called Steam World Dig. Nope, Steam World Build. Yeah, I knew okay. I was gonna mess it up. Steam World Dig is like <laughs> it's one the of first those Steam World digs or Steam World games. Yeah, yeah. Well, it you know I was cursed from the start because it's a game that is called Steam on Steam, but they have mm. nothing to do with each other. Now it gets but, very confusing. Yeah. Do you ever um, play which those? one is this? Uh, so Steam World, uh, it used to be like a two D sort of. Almost like a Terraria-looking game yeah. where you dig down into the mines. Uh, I played some of them. I played Heist. I played Dig, Dig 2. But I haven't played Quest, which I hear is really good. And which one did you get? Uh, the new one is Build. Build. And that is like... Um, more like you're creating things. Yeah, it's it's more like the three-quarter view god mode, uh, sort of build a town. It's got a storyline to it, so the mine is still involved, but the mine is very different from the past game. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I guess that's like their thing, that, that everything they make is, you know, under the SteamWorld title, but they're, they always just make different games. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Um, have you Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, it, it lasted about an hour and a half. It was kind of predictable where it was going to end, so I could stretch it out here and there uh, to mm -hmm. see more before it was over. Um, it, it's definitely one that I would pick up. I don't think it's like a $60 game, but I'm sure they're they're probably going to put it on the market for 20 or 30 Yeah, I would say probably. Like, I think they're usually right around 20 and then they'll go on sale to like $3 yeah. in, in no time, you know? I think I, I just got SteamWorld Heist, for like a buck seventy nine. Nice. Yeah, and uh, it's that's a great game. That one's like a um, strategic, like 
shooter where you could like bounce mm. like your shots like off of walls so it's like turn-based that one's fun um nice you've been playing anything else that's pretty uh, that, that that's much? pretty much it as far as new stuff let's see i've been i got into uh, uh fortnite still doing the fortnite um geralt from uh witcher is oh, now yeah. one of the featured things so i gotta get in there and do all the quests and get get his all his stuff um so that's fun crushing it as usual you know nice. you know what i'm saying I'm like 15 one of those kill kids. games dude not that no that's still um i don't think i ever will now that i'm up you know it's like got the um the matchmaking that yeah. what is it ssbm or whatever yeah and um so i think yeah i think there's a little bit less bots in my games now so but still um yeah just having a lot of fun doing that and then i got so last week we talked about a brand new game called season and i was like man i really want to play this it's like a, a adventure game where you have to document the end of the world and then uh, i noticed it the place that we get our review copies we're offering review copies still so i was nice. like let me snag one of those and uh i started that yesterday uh, i played it for maybe an hour hour and a half who slow start slow start i was a little tired it took me a little longer but um i'm really loving the, the art style and now i just started getting into the actual gameplay um and i'm excited to get back in there and play more hopefully after this but uh, yeah, man, the, the beginning, there's so much like talking and exposition and it's just like setting it all up where I was just like, all right, hurry it up. Like I want to get into some action. And when I say action, it's like drawing a nice picture Oh yeah, or recording the river. So I know what you mean, because like, I mean, sometimes a slow starting game can be a masterpiece still. Red Dead Redemption 2, you're literally trudging through the snow and you're like, come yep. on. Yeah. But, oh, but the action gets gets pretty good. Yep. Yeah. For sure. All right. Um, but that's pretty much it. Um, should we get into our new releases? Sounds good. Let's do it. Let's talk about our new releases from last week. All right. We got one, one major one. No, no one else. No other publishers wanted to deal with the release of hogwarts legacy which came out february 10th on pc ps5 and xbox x and s um now i know we've talked about this a lot throughout the uh the time that it's been announced and you are always excited for it are you gonna get this one i don't know at this point uh it's like putting a target on your back apparently from what i see uh, on facebook yeah. and places like that yeah, we'll talk about that. But first, let's talk about the game. It's an open-world action role-playing game. Uh, it's set in the 1800s, so it's you know before Harry Potter and all that stuff. You learn spells, you make potions, you gotta like grow ingredients and get ingredients, take care of magical beasts. It's basically you're living at Hogwarts. You're doing the whole thing, and uh, you get to do magic. You get to do the Avada Kedavra and all that cool stuff. Um, and uh, yeah. So what you're talking now, there's controversy surrounding it, which there has always been regarding J.K. Rowling and her, you know, um, her transphobia and her, her shitty transphobic comments. And people are saying, like, they're boycotting the game, basically. Um, saying, you know, she's still she had nothing to do with the game, didn't write any story, have anything to do with it, but she gets royalties for anything having Harry Potter on it. You know, so they're saying we're really going to give money to this, you know, to this shitty woman. And, um, yeah. So 
it's been interesting. There was like a lot of Twitch streamers that refused to play it. Uh, some, and despite that, uh, Hogwarts Legacy broke the record for the most watched single player game on Twitch with a hundred or one point two seven million concurrent views. Yeah. Crazy. And that's with some of the big names not you know, not playing the game. So and then on top of that, Avalanche Avalanche, the the publishers of the game, the developers, um, they added a trans character in it to kinda push back on, you know, that negativity and, and say, you know, we support everything in that in that community. So um yeah. I'm I think so my wife is a huge huge harry potter fan we're also you know very uh supportive of all lgbtq things so like it is difficult but like we support and fight against shit like that a lot and i think you know by doing that we can you know enjoy this and not have to worry about that. You know, we, we'll fight the fight in a different way and still be able to separate the art from the artist and, uh, you know, enjoy something like this. Because, I mean, dude, this is a game that she has been looking forward to. Like, not specifically this game, but to just live in the in the Harry Potter universe. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This is kind of the game that we've been waiting for for a very long time. I didn't yeah. grow up as, like, the biggest Harry Potter fan, but, yeah, I'm sort of in a similar situation. My wife's a really big fan. Uh, really wants to play this game, and yeah. and yeah, uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, I hope nobody's let down if they find out you play the game or 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 whatever. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a tough situation, and I don't know if there's uh, clearly defined right and wrong because it's at a certain point it's not just boycotting when you're telling other people like, oh, if if you do this, you're supporting a shitty person, therefore you're a shitty person. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be a lot of what's going on right now. Yeah, I've had this exact conversation recently about something different. I'm a huge, uh, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Kanye West's music. Um, and now that he has entered the shitty person club officially, um, we talked about, you know, having to separate the art from the artist and whether or not we can still enjoy the works that have been tainted by bad people, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's definitely, you know, there's definitely two sides to, to it all. And I think at some point you have, I mean, like, I still enjoy, like, a Woody Allen movie, you know, and he's a scumbag. So it's, like, it's tough. But, yeah, you have to understand that, like, there are these great pieces of art out there that need to be enjoyed, even though it's, like, you know, put out there by, by and having an association with someone shitty. I don't know. It's tough, but I definitely see both sides of the story. Now, this is sitting right now at an 86 on Metacritic, dude. Critically, they're loving it, so which makes it even harder, you know? Like, I'm watching videos of it, and I see, like, these reviews, and it's like, this is a masterpiece. Any fan of Harry Potter needs to play this. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So, I mean, we'll get it. I'm actually, I was hoping to use um, Pips from Fruit Lab to, to pay for it but that shop's been been uh out of uh service for a little bit so i that's why we haven't gotten it yet but we'll, we'll get it yeah same same boat here i was hoping to do that but bad timing yeah. on that part yeah for sure all right well that was it that was the big the one and only new release from last week let us know if you're playing hogwarts legacy uh if you're enjoying it or what your take is on this on this whole thing 
Um, all right, let's move things along. Let's get into our news of the week. All right, first up, the Nintendo Direct just happened recently. And um, yeah, we talked about it last week. They're not going to be at E3. And we're talking about the end of the Switch life cycle. Are they fizzling out? What's going on? And then they announced this Direct full jam-packed with like announcements and trailers dude there was so much uh stuff added to this and a lot of cool stuff too so um let's go through let's go through what what was announced not everything because there was like 60 things announced yeah, yeah. but you not know all we're talking we'll, about yeah we'll touch on the the major ones like the brand new trailer for the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom this trailer looked cool looked really cool it showed off a lot more you know things that can be done in in the zelda world yeah. are you a fan of zelda from back in the day yeah but but these days i'm not so the recent ones from it yeah gotcha yeah it's um i played breath of the wild and really enjoyed it i never finished it though because i it was you know i've talked about it before man i get anxiety with these big giant open world games um, I want to do every side quest, all this stuff. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um, this one looks awesome. It looks just like more Breath of the Wild, just better, and a lot more that you can do in it. Now, we're not even going to talk about the $70 price point that uh, it seems to have gotten and how everybody's yeah. not happy about that. What's your take on that, real quick? Well, uh, I did see some some headlines about Nintendo says that's not going to be the norm going forward, but I mean, I'll believe it when I see it because that seems to be the norm with every other developer on every console. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough because I mean, this is definitely an older system pushing the, pushing the edge of what it can do, but you know, maybe this, I'm, I'm sure this will be worth, you know, that extra what $10 or whatever for this game. It looks like yeah. it's a, a huge well-made game. Uh, and the other big announcement, Metroid Prime Remastered was shadow dropped on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this looks amazing. Like we just talked about Dead, Dead Space Remake and how they went above and beyond to, to remake this. Now this is just a remaster, but again, they went above and beyond. Like it looks amazing. You going to get it? Are you a fan of Metroid? Not really, outside of really? playing a little bit of Smash Brothers. Uh, you no. should, I mean, it's a first-person shooter. You love those. Yeah. And um, you could turn into a ball. See, I guess I didn't balls. realize this much. I thought it was still like that 2D side-scroller style. No, no. So this is like, so Metroid Prime, um, there's two of them. And um, yeah, it's fan favorite, dude. Metroid Prime is supposed to be one of the best um you know, FPS story games out there. So, and I never played it. I didn't have, um, I think it was a GameCube game. So I think I'll probably end up getting this. Like not right now, cause I'm playing a bunch of other stuff, but one of my buddies like loves Metroid. Like it's his favorite thing and Metroidvania style games. So, um, yeah, I know he's probably super thrilled for this, but that was, everybody was, you know, this has been rumored for a long time and everybody was really excited, but, um, yeah, um, three. I think there's Metroid Prime one, two, and three. So, yeah, um, and then we got a, another trailer for Pikmin four, which I'm gonna ask again. I'm gonna ask every single one. 
You like with Pikmin? You like the Pikmin? Nah, nah. So I think they're from an era of of Nintendo where I didn't really have the hardware. Yeah, I never got into Pikmin or never played any of the games. But watching this trailer, I realized I just recently played a game called Tinykin on Game Pass and played that 100%. Loved every minute of it. And then I realized watching Pikmin, I'm like, yo, this is just Tinykin. So I might check it out. I might love it. I don't know. The problem with these games, specifically Nintendo games, is that they never, like, I always talk about these games I want to try. You you can't just try a Nintendo game. you got to pay $60 for it. They never come down in price. So it's a bummer. Like, there's so many games I'm like, yeah, I try that if it goes on sale. They don't go on sale. And I'm a cheapskate. Um, and then another really big, really cool announcement. Uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are available now. Another shadow drop. Uh, if you have the Nintendo um, Nintendo Switch Online for the Game Boy games and the Nintendo Switch, uh, the Expanse for the Game Boy Advance games. Yeah, this, this is kind of awesome. I mean, Nintendo Online is so cheap as it is. But for them to keep giving you like little value-added pieces here and there, that's nice. Hope they continue with that. Yeah. Do you um did you have a Game Boy uh or a Game Boy Advance growing up? Yep, started on the color and uh mm-hmm. later had like a advanced SP. So are you excited about this announcement? Are you gonna get any of the you get into any of these games? Uh I looked over the games. I wasn't like blown away by what they had. Mm-hmm. It's, it's stuff that I'd probably be better off emulating anyway. But uh, you know, legally of course. <laughs> of course, yeah. You well now you as long as you have a subscription to the service, you own all these games. Uh, yeah. That's how it works, right? True. If you're listening out there, I, I'm not a legal person, so don't listen to me. Um, but, yeah, some really cool games. The um, Like I said, yeah, Tetris, you could get in there. You could, And what's cool, you could put, like, the regular, like, green screen on there. You could upgrade it to the Game Boy Color screen, so that's pretty cool. Um, but some, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of, like, retro games. Uh we always talk about it here. I feel like, you know, there's the nostalgia that shines, but once you start to play them, it's like, really? Like, yeah. Um, so some of these games definitely look aged, look dated, and look like I have no desire to play them. But, um, you know, having the Zeldas back out there, Wario Land, I never played, Kirby's Dream Land. So that's pretty cool as far as the, the Game Boy games. But then, like, you're talking Game Boy Advance games, and it's some amazing games. Legend of Zelda, Minish Cap, Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Bros. 3, WarioWare Inc., um, Mario Kart, Super Circuit, Mario and Luigi. And that's just like some of them. And then they showed like a picture at the end and like more to be coming soon. And it was uh, another Zelda game, Pokemon trading card game, um, Kirby, F-Zero, Golden Sun, Fire Emblem. So like they're pulling out all the big dogs to go in there. So pretty cool that they're doing that. So every, I mean, I'm getting closer and closer to like upgrade into that, uh, the one with the Super Nintendo games. Oh yeah. Or, I mean, uh, N64 and N64 Sega. games. Yeah. So and now, yeah, having those Game Boy Advance games, pretty, pretty sweet. Um, and then they announced just like a bunch of like random stuff. So Mario Kart 8, new course, new driver. If you're still playing that, some Splatoon stuff. Um, one of the things my wife is really excited for. She's a huge fan of um katamari damacy and they yeah. announced they're doing a um another remake of one of their 
games. I think we love Katamari. So you ever play one of those? No. Just saw them and wondered what in the world is that game. It's weird. So you you have to just roll everything up. Like it's like you have this giant sticky ball and you just roll everything up. And it's a lot of fun. They're difficult and they're very, very strange, but definitely a lot of fun. Um, Professor Layton is coming back. This is my, you want to hear my catchphrase? Yeah. You ever play that? (laughs) Nope. Yep. I feel that's my new catchphrase because every, I just keep saying that over and over again. And then your catchphrase is, nope. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Samba de Amigo. It's like uh, you got to play, you know, swing the Joy-Cons around like you're playing a thing. You ever play that? Nope. (laughs) Um, Yeah, a bunch of other stuff. Fantasy Life. We all have those. Ghost Trick. Murder Mystery. Well, we're on the, the, well, we're on the overall topic of Nintendo Direct. Did you hear about Let's the, about the person who basically got their campus locked down over this? I did. I thought that was hilarious. Now, I didn't yeah. read. I just saw the headline of the article. I didn't read it. What did they say? I know uh, they so threatened they, them. They emailed their professor and they said, uh, well, I'm looking at the CSUF police department's uh, statement on this. The email referenced a once-in-a-lifetime event that would occur tomorrow, February 8th, and the individual urged the professor to cancel class for the good of humanity. That's ridiculous. So this I is what it. had like the police walking through with the K-9 units, going through the buildings and everything else. Did the person get caught? Uh, yeah, I believe they, they emailed the professor back mm. and, and clarified. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I wonder if they got to see the direct. That will be funny. Oh, I don't know. Maybe from the jail cell. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, well, we're talking about weird Nintendo things. There was also, um, do you see that the Nintendo won the, um, this, another Joy-Con class action lawsuit? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, there were these parents that were suing Nintendo because of the Joy-Con drift issue. And, um, initially they were told they can't, um, because they, um, signed the end user license agreement that you have to like check at the beginning of the games and then um and then they're like well it wasn't us this is our kids and then so they still took it and then the judge was like no you bought the thing it's yours so no and then they just threw it out all that and it was just like thrown out basically um i think it's just one of many i think there are multiple joy-con class action lawsuits out there yeah Seems to be so. happening over and over. But I was surprised by some of the figures that came out over that. They said, like, in the UK, a study showed that 40% of users had Joy-Con drift. Most people yep. just go out and buy a new $60 pair of Joy-Cons. Yeah, I need to. I um, I was playing something the other day. Was, we were playing, like, Mario or something. And every single time, like, it's just the camera just goes right up to the sky. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's just so uh, frustrating. I fixed one, like... It's not the easiest fix ever because everything is yeah. so small, but it's not mm-hmm. that hard. And and you can get get the uh, like Joy-Con itself off Amazon or eBay for a couple bucks. Mm. Maybe I'll have you like talk me through it, like the bone collector. Oh yeah, <laughs> like a bomb <laughs> defusal is what I feel like. Yeah, it's close. There you go. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. We'll do that. That'll be a whole thing. We'll film it and uh, we'll put it out there. Me just swearing and you just telling me to <laughs> calm down and use my fat fingers. All right, but yeah, go take a look at that Nintendo Direct. There was a ton more announcements, a lot of really cool videos and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we can't. We, we don't get time for that. 
we got to move things along. So let's move things along. All right, next up, the first wave of games coming to Game Pass for February was announced. And man, some good some good stuff coming. First, uh, first off, we got Madden NFL 23 on console and PC. You know, some good old fashioned American football. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna download it tonight. And then like tomorrow I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the Super Bowl and nice. we'll see who wins. There you go. Yeah. I should probably not play as one of the teams though, because I, I I'm terrible. Whoever team I play as will lose. So oh, yeah. maybe I'll play as Kansas City. Can you let um, two teams like go back and forth and, and let that be your prediction? Uh, yeah, I think what I'll do is I'll do is uh, like have the whole game like simulated, yeah. and then I'll put like a thousand dollars on it in real money on uh, one of the betting sites. This can't go wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? SD Gundam Battle Alliance also came out for cloud console and PC. That is the um, so like an action role playing game uh, where you play as Gundam and you blow shit up. Yeah. As a Gundam fan yeah. you gonna play this one since it's on game pass I, I might try it because it's free but i don't know the gundam games don't really do it for me what about that um that overwatch like game you, you didn't get into yeah. that it, it's fun for a while but it's like it becomes really clear that the i mean people get so good at those types of games really yeah. fast that it's kind of like jumping into overwatch if you never played before this guy right here i'm i'm the enemy i'm the there best at everything <laughs> <laughs> um mount and blade 2 comes out february 14th uh for cloud console and pc this one is not for me i um i was checking it out it's like an action role-playing game but you have to like it's also like a war strategy game too where you're like leading these groups of like armed forces through this and the video i watched the guy was like riding a horse and you gotta like attack people but also like pay attention to what's happening on the battlefield that's too much left brain, right brain stuff for me. I can't handle that. Um, City Skylines Remastered comes out February 15th for cloud uh, and console. That a game that I don't like. That's your cup of tea right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, strangely, I mean, I've never played them. I really have really? thought about it a few times because I know they're I really on like, I love these games. Yeah, yeah, spiritual successor to like a Sim City, which mm-hmm. sounds awesome to me. I loved like Sim City 2000. Yeah, the problem with these for me is that everybody says how like thorough they are and how like you can really like do anything. And I was like, oh, that's too much. That's yeah. too much for me. I can't handle it. Um, one I am really excited for Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition comes out February 16th. Now, this is like kind of reminds me of like doom like the new doom ones where it's just like this hyper violent where you're just blowing up things it's a first person shooter and all these huge guns um but yeah it's but it's all like japanese like folklore and stuff it looks super cool i'm really excited for this one i've never played shadow warrior one or two so hopefully you know i'm not left out of the uh fun story yeah yeah, we'll see. I'm excited for that one, and I'm very excited for Atomic Heart, which comes out February 21st on Cloud Console and PC. This is a day one game. Looks like the strangest game yes. in a long time. This is the one we had referred to as a uh, like Russian Fallout. 
Yes, yes. This one I think is like um, I I like to call it full clips fever dream. <laughs> it does um, look awesome. Uh, I, I guess it's set in like 1950s Soviet Russia, but it's like a fictionalized version. Yeah, and it, it does and have a weird. lot in common with like Fallout with the the uh-huh. additional technology that didn't necessarily exist back then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's got like that. Yeah, everything's got a little bit of a futuristic uh, shine. So yeah, and on top of it, it just looks so strange and so bizarre and um yeah really really uh cool so yeah it's a good month for game pass i'm excited too for a bunch of these it's not mountain blade or city skylines those ones hit the bricks okay let's move on it has been a while it's been a while uh since we talked about the microsoft activision blizzard acquisition um and uh some big things have happened um so the was it the cma which is what what's the cma that's a good the, question um i have it here the uk's competition and markets authority so they have been reviewing the um the acquisition whether or not they should it should be allowed to go forward and they have given a provisional report of their findings. And it is not good for Microsoft. Uh, basically, they are saying this is all provisional. This is not set in stone. They haven't voted on it yet. Um, but they're basically saying that this will damage the video game world. Um, it will hurt consumers by weakening the important rivalry between Xbox and PlayStation gaming consoles and could result in higher prices, fewer choices, or less innovation for gamers. So all those things, yeah, we don't want those things. Those are bad, bad things. Um, But their findings were based on a lot of different factors. They reviewed a ton of stuff, looked at a ton of things, talked to a lot of people. Um, But one of them is that they say that Microsoft already accounts for 60 to 70% of the global market in cloud gaming. Uh, And then after the merger, Microsoft would find it commercially beneficial to make Activision's games exclusive to its own cloud gaming service uh, or only available on other services under materially worse conditions, is a quote from from the article. And they also talked about specifically... Um, games like Call of Duty uh, being made only available through Microsoft and PC. And they did, in fact, mention when Xbox bought Bethesda and made Starfield at that time, uh, you know, it's gonna, it was going to be everywhere, a Xbox exclusive. So they're like, yo, this has happened. I know you're saying it's not going to happen, but it definitely did happen. So, and that specifically, Call of Duty, you know, going only to Microsoft, they're saying it would reduce competition, result in all gamers seeing higher prices, reduced range, lower quality, and worse service in gaming consoles over time. Thoughts? Yeah, CMA is drinking Sony's Kool-Aid. Played like Mm -hmm. a fiddle. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they've got some good points. They've got some bad points. I mean, higher prices, we've got all this competition now, and and we're still getting higher prices. So I, I don't think that this deal is going to lead to even higher prices anytime soon. And if they say, like, less, you know, less competition between the consoles or something like that in, 
in the long run. Are they talking like 10 years? Because, I, I mean, Microsoft uh, already gave the provision that they would give Sony like a 10-year guarantee that every Call of Duty would be out on the PlayStation as well. Yeah, so, they specifically mentioned that and they said they wanted to uh, have it worked out so that it wouldn't need to be um, like policed. They said they'd rather just have a deal where, you know, we don't have to make sure that they follow through with that and are looking into the business dealings between these two companies. So they did mention that specifically. So, but I, I agree with you. Like, I don't know um, at what point, you know, they're, they're talking about what, at what point this is going to, the competition is going to be, you know, the way they describe. They did actually say they suggested that um, they would divest, basically break up pieces of Activision Blizzard King and and either like sell off like Activision or like separate that from this or you know only get the mobile parts so they're like you know we'll consider it if you you know don't do the whole thing which is crazy to me like it's not what they want you know they yeah. want the the whole kit and caboodle as they say yeah so. I, I don't know I know that I saw that like a couple of countries have already said like they're fine with it it was like brazil saudi arabia a couple other uh countries yeah but i I don't know if the u.s is going to follow suit then i'm sure this is going to be really bad i know we've seen like splits in the past where a company's dealings in a certain region will be handled by somebody else because they have to split there but they don't have to split here yeah it's going to be a mess either way it sounds like yeah it is and it does seem that um the U.S. is going to be following suit. But, um, you know, it, like I said, it's all provisional. There's still time to change. In fact, um, Activision sent this message out. They said, we hope between now and April we will be able to help the CMA better understand our industry to ensure they can achieve their stated mandate to promote an environment where people can be confident they are getting great choices and fair deals, where competitive, fair-dealing business can innovate and thrive, and where the whole UK economy can grow productively and sustainably. So um, that was from Activision's side. And then um, Bobby Kotick has been, he's been going off, man. He's been, um, so he did, he accused Sony of trying to sabotage the merger deal and saying how they, you know, they wouldn't talk about it. They just kind of ignored the whole thing and just, you know, complained to this, the CMA and uh, the Federal Trade Commission and stuff. Um, so, yeah, and he also went after the UK government and the Prime Minister and was accusing them of, like, um, you know, not having any real vision in the leadership and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going down, man. Yeah, was it him or somebody at Microsoft who called, like, the FTC unconstitutional or something like that? Really? And they had to backtrack and apologize. Yeah, yeah. So it's getting it's getting hot in here, as Nelly once said. Um, so take off all your clothes. There we go. That's the solution. Well, yeah. I guess. I mean, we'll keep following this. We'll have more information as it as it comes up. But um, yeah, man, it's not it's not looking good. So um, hopefully, it doesn't. All I care about is another um, you know Guitar Hero game. So yeah. you know. This, is, this was my chance, but we'll see. Okay, next up, Take-Two 
is the latest company to announce some cost-cutting measures. They're affected by the current economy and the, you know, basically the that their games have not sold as well as they hoped. So um, they said recent releases such as Marvel's Midnight Suns, PGA 2K3, and the new Tales from the Borderlands have uh, all been well-received but sold poorly. So they have to do some restructuring. They said, uh, we're seeing softness in the overall market. Our titles are performing. We've gotten great review scores. We've gotten terrific critical acclaim. And one after another, we've been delivering hits into the current market. However, we are seeing softness in terms of consumer demand, particularly for console products and recurrent consumer spending related to console products. So um, they're going to cut, they're trying to cut like $50 million in annual spending. They're saying that it's they're going it's going to affect personnel, processes, infrastructure, and other areas, particularly in our publishing and corporate functions. So, no announcement of layoffs, but it sure sounds like um, that might be in the near future. Yeah, and so I kind of wonder if this is this part of the same old story that we keep seeing over and over, where there's just so much to play out there. There's so much choice. Uh, gamers can't afford all of the options as yeah. much as we like to try so many games. Uh, it, I mean, we talked about like Midnight Suns being one of those flops. They said, mm-hmm. I saw like some comments about, uh, people said it was basically like a mobile game. Is there truth to that? Um, no, I thought, I mean, so it's not an action game. Absolutely not. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, a uh, um, a tactical, you know, role-playing game basically so there's not a lot of action but as far as being a mobile game absolutely not because it has the amount of like uh huge like epic cutscenes and stuff like that it's Uh, like yeah yeah, it can never be done on a mobile so like it's definitely a very niche game for in a specific genre but uh i think calling it a mobile game is a disservice to the game but um yeah i mean all they should they should really just should just make more um gta right i think probably. that's the answer they probably should have been working on that about five years ago yeah and they just could have launched it now they it would have been fine financially yeah because yeah that i mean those games are still like doing well so yeah. um yeah just keep making do like an annual uh grand theft auto and it just oh, turn right it into back. assassin's creed there you that's go yeah um so yeah no more like dlc or anything just brand new games every uh year um, so yeah, uh, it sucks to see, you know, it, every time we talk about it, it sucks that, um, these businesses are being affected, but yeah, I mean, it seems to be a trend. We're seeing it, um, affect video game industry as a whole. Um, and not even just video games, just tech industries. So we're seeing it like with, um, like Disney just announced they got to do like, what is it? I forget what 7,000 layoffs or whatever. And, um, yeah, so yeah. who knows? Not me. I'm, this is why I don't mess with stocks and stuff like that, man. That stuff's exactly too stressful. Yeah. Like, you know, you just talk about it and be like, man, thank God I don't have stock. All these other people are just losing their minds. But all right, that is it. You got anything else you want to talk about this week? Nah, we're good. I was just going to take a drink, too. I was expecting you to go on a whole oh. soliloquy about kidding. Um, 
All right. Let's call it a day. My name is Erock the Red. This guy's full clip. You can find us on Fruit Lab playing video games over there. Um, you can go there. You can earn pips, buy games. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's the circle of life. You play games, watch games, buy games, play games, watch games, buy games. This is going to be like a new Daft Punk song. All right. Um, but if you don't want to do that, you could go check out our YouTube's Pop Culture Playground is where you'll find me. Uh, Game Facts, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. You will find full clip here. He's also on Twitch. Full, full clip. I'm going to call you full clip. And that that's some that sounds dirty. Um, full clip underscore FL. Uh, he's, he's out there doing his Twitch thing. And then check us out anywhere podcasts are downloaded or streamed. You can download or stream this exact show. Listen to it on the go um, while you're working out. That would be good, right? Just listen to us like while you're so on the so. treadmill or pumping iron. We'll get you fired up. Absolutely. Um, and then check out our TikTok. Uh, you'll find all the quality filters. And um, we're doing AI filter, which mm-hmm. is finding ghosts and uh, dancing. Um, all right. I think I got everything. I feel like I feel like I haven't stopped talking for 40 minutes. Is that, is that right? Uh, there's some breaks in there. All right. Yeah, my mouth is like it's really dry and it hurts a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's almost a weekend. There we go. All right, well, let's get things moving closer to the weekend. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.